This is the Fundamental Podcast. You're listening to stories, lessons, and experiences of student athletes from around the world. And how our athletic crafts have shaped our identities. Welcome to the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Fundamental Podcast, where we talk about stories, experiences as student athletes. I'm your co-host, Chang. And I'm your co-host, Chloe. Thanks for tuning in today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you so much again for joining us for this podcast. And once again, we have amazing guests. I'm also with a very wonderful topic that we haven't really explored much so far in our podcast episode so far. So yeah, really excited for today's episode, uh, for our topic and everything. Before we do, we just want to say formally thank you for all the support uh, what you guys have given to the podcast. Uh, really appreciate it. And we just hope to continue to give you guys some amazing content like this one. So yeah, um, well, without further ado, uh, Natalie, do you want to introduce yourself to everybody? Yeah, sure. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Natalie Anderson, and I'm currently a student athlete playing soccer up in northern Canada. Um, so yeah. That's basically what I do. That's awesome. We're, we're very happy to have you on today. And our topic for today, like Chang said, is one that we haven't really covered yet. It's kind of how to rebound from injury and more broadly, how to rebound or handle the aspects of self-doubt, a lack of confidence, just how to really overcome um, personal challenges and setbacks. So we've touched on it a little bit in the past, but um, we have lots and lots of really amazing things to cover today with Natalie. So thank you so much for being here. And if you could just tell us a little bit about um, who you are as an athlete, kind of like where you grew up and then just how you got into your sport, why your sport for sure. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Um, it's a real honor. So a little bit about myself. I grew up playing soccer in Sweden. Uh, so that's where I'm from. And I've been playing it since since birth. It's always been soccer, soccer, soccer around my family. Um, so that's basically what I've been doing ever since. And um, playing from from small leagues and, and starting to build up in Sweden, playing pretty high level and wanting to wanting to expand and go somewhere else knowing there was options to actually combine academics with sports which we don't offer in Sweden I looked out for the U.S. and ended up in Canada funny enough which was a big shocker but something I, I look back at now and I'm really thankful for that opportunity so I currently play uh, ACAC up in uh, northern Alberta Canada it's a CCAA school pretty good level um, of soccer and where I'm combining academics as well wonderful well we're very interested that you have kind of experienced these two um, athletic cultures I guess of mm -hmm. sports so one in Sweden and then I remember 
a past guest have actually told us about this, about how like the combination of athletics and um, academics is something that's very limited and very inaccessible in Sweden. So um, to, you know, kudos to you for being able to just find what works for you as an athlete. And, you know, it's, it's awesome that you're um, up North and um, doing well in your, uh, with your team. So we're very, we're very excited to kind of dive into a little bit of the um, exploration of your personal background and um, kind of how it aligns with our topic today. So you are someone that has definitely had a lot of success um, from what you just told us and how you just mentioned, you know, that, um, you know, kind of succeeding into high, higher level mm-hmm. uh, of the sport. But then I'm interested to kind of hear if you could just open up a little bit about um, some of the setbacks that you initially had and the setbacks specifically that were maybe related to injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, of course. Um, it started off pretty young. Uh, like I said, Sweden is a very competitive soccer nation. Um, the, the level of, of of the sport there is very high. So obviously growing up, it was very competitive and aligns with our topic today. You know, you always doubted yourself. You didn't have maybe the confidence every day to, to push through and everything from getting cut from youth teams and academies um, growing up thinking you, you weren't good enough to, to play in your country or even for the team around your city. It was a very competitive um, um, sport already like at the age of 10 was when you first start to, to separate people from good from t- to like worse, which in my opinion is very rough to be put in the category of maybe not being good enough to, to play for the best team. Um, True. And then, yeah, so that, that's, that's always been there that the competitiveness of the sport in, in Sweden. And then me uh, growing up, I, I, I'm a very aggressive, passionate player. So I put myself in positions where maybe I could have ended up getting injured and, you know, playing through injuries um, I ended up moving to the States when I was 16 uh, for an exchange year, which I played uh, soccer for the the high school there. Um, and during that season, uh, I was very confident in my style of play. It was completely different from in United States. Maybe it's more physical, but, but Sweden has more technical. So I brought that into that, um, that school. Um, but then halfway through the season, I ended up tearing my ACL and PCL completely, which was, yeah, which was a huge setback for me Um, personally, you know, being 16, being across the world from your family, not having, not having your family close. Um, I lived with the host family, so they know me for a month um, prior to that injury. Uh, So yeah, going through that, you know, being there, trying to enjoy everything, but but this happening, going through surgery and recovery uh, all through that year that was supposed to be fun, but ended up not being very fun. And then, you know, the setback, um, obviously, you know, the confidence was gone because 
you you didn't know uh, where you were gonna be. Um, I had the doctor telling me that uh, you know with with an injury like this, you you might not be able to come back to the level that you were playing at in Sweden, or that you will have to wear a big knee brace for the rest of your life. Um, so that was really hard to hear that at 16 because, you know, constantly being told that that you're not good enough ever since youth soccer um, to like then have a major setback, like an injury that kind of like sets you back even even more than than your own self as a player. So, yeah, it was it was really tough with that going through that push through it. Wow, I I definitely think that's a very powerful story that you just shared for a number of reasons. And I think that our audience members can definitely empathize with you a bit or even feel a little bit more curious, curious as to how you, you know, were able to just kind of persevere and be still grounded and the sport and doing something that you love despite having that you know kind of rocky youth kind of growing up you know athletically just having a lot of pressure having a lot of doubt Mm. um, pressed upon you and then now to you know really experience something that of course you know is life-changing potentially or could be you know athletically life-changing so um I as a swimmer from uh, Minnesota United States mm-hmm. I you know I'm fortunate enough to say that I don't have any um issue um with you know injury an injury prone sport per se but I know that um I've had fellow swimmers that have had some like serious shoulder tears and um, you know, some pretty big setbacks to the point where it's, you know, necessary to have surgery. And mm-hmm. I can just imagine just how shocking that news comes when, you know, doing something that you love, doing something that you're, you know, fully committed to. And then, you know, like a medical professional tells you that this might be, you know, the limit mm-hmm. of your potential. Like that, that in itself can really really put a damper on confidence so I'm curious to see kind of this this journey that you went through post injury and Mm -hmm. and really can can we explore that mindset of you know your confidence was completely down your confidence was you know at a low and you had been put in a circumstance where a lot of things around you are foreign Uh, between you know your living space to new team new environment being away from your family so what was it the sport was there something out of the sport was there like external support from like teammates or could you just explain like what kind of held together your confidence um even if it was just a little bit during that time yeah no uh for sure there was multiple mainly internal uh, factors uh, that helped me push through, uh, you know, that, that switch of mindset for sure. Like being so young, being away from home, um, 
living in a space where sports was a big deal in, in the household that I was living in. But they also said that there's more to you than your sport. And hearing that as a teen, hearing that maybe they accept you for who you are, but you're not always going to be a soccer player. So maybe you should look elsewhere um, when this setback happened. Um, it was really hard for me to hear because uh, I've always had really high um, expectations on myself and expectations from myself to prove to others that that I am good enough and I'm going to push through this and I'm doing all of these things to become better, and not only for me, but for others. So it was a major switch in my mindset, obviously, because maybe I focused more on sports growing up, but now I had to think about like what I do outside of my sport if that happens. Like All of those new thoughts came up, and I've never thought about them because for me, it was only soccer. That's all I wanted to do. Um, but luckily I've had, I had really good, um, support from athletic trainers and my physical therapists during that time, uh, really helped me a lot in this process, um, of recovery because he wanted me to take it as slow as possible and build up that mental, uh, aspect too, um, rather than forcing me back to sports in, in six months that, Obviously, all athletes want to be back as fast as possible playing what they love. Um, but he was really uh, emphasizing the mental aspect and the mental block of being in your head rather than pushing through your body. Um, so that really helped me a lot, uh, looking back at it, to build that confidence uh, within myself rather than proving someone else that, oh, I can play. I can play now in six months. I'll, I'll be good. What meanwhile your body and mental isn't really there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. First of all, I just want to say, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that you had to go through all that at once, especially like ACL injury. Like that's, that's a really severe injury. Like that, that's no joke. Like, you yeah, <laughs> see like, especially not just like, if you just look at like a professional sports from basketball to soccer, to just uh, anyone who inspires ACL, it's like a career and injury. So I see a lot of players that career, they had a really good career up to that point. And after ACL, it was suddenly like straight, straight downhill. So especially mm -hmm. at age 16 and being away from home, wow, I just, that is a lot. So yeah, I'm really sorry to hear you to go through that. Yeah, but like, what I found like what you say just regarding recovery process, Definitely, yeah. I really think yeah, uh, it's like really right attitude to like approach the injury. Yeah, it's like yes, you might have like a couple of days. That for example, in the beginning, you might be like sad about it, but like it's really I'm really glad to hear that you were able to you know find like a new mindset and then just take the like step by steps, like take the time to like really focus on the recovery process and mm -hmm. return to like a really yeah really great player. So yeah, just a. Yeah, really appreciate that story. I have two things about the recovery process that I just want to further explore with you because I think they were really important points that you brought up. Mm -hmm. The first one was the fact that I'm hearing the extent of how you listen to your body, where you aligned both your mental health and your physical well-being together through that 
phase of PT and being able to really rebound well without having just this mental block or just physical shock Mm -hmm. um, when you're on the field. I feel like that's definitely an integral part, whether you're in an injury um, kind of part of your life or not, you know, whether, whether you're going through something currently um, where your career is at a pause or, or what have you, but I definitely see how vital it is to be able to listen to your body and understand that the way that you perform well is through, you know, your, your mental performance. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you're not at optimal mental well-being and health, then your body is not going to follow. And that recovery process is ultimately going to be longer Mm -hmm. because you're not taking care of, you know, one of the most fundamental parts of your performance. So I think that, you know, it might seem counterintuitive, but having that, you know, phase of being in an injury can also springboard you into mental toughness and a greater sense of mental performance because you you are allowed that space it's necessary for you to have that space to really Mm -hmm. you know focus on what you can do in that moment to just you know like you said define yourself in other ways you know it might not just be all about your sport you you want to find value in other things that you're doing in life so that you can feel successful and productive and then Mm -hmm. there's also you know the other aspect of trying to just rest well, you know, like whether you're again, an injury or not, I feel like that's really important to take rest day seriously or take rest periods seriously. And um, I think that the culture of, you know, being workaholics is so like pervasive in athletics is that, you know, you just kind of, you know, like walk it off or you, you know, don't tell your coach until it, something, you know, really bad comes up or, um, something like that. But I think that what you said also within that response to my question was really, really powerful when you said, I wasn't focusing on proving anything to anyone mm-hmm. or proving how quickly I could, you know, get back on the field. And I think that that's such an integral part of recovery and also like the mental aspect of recovery, because if you are simply trying to prove that you are just going to kind of tough it out push through it while still being Mm -hmm. internally you know broken or in need of repair you're not going to be the best athlete you're not going to be the you know athlete that took advantage of their setbacks and I think that a lot of the audience members can probably really appreciate your story Natalie because of how you decided that I'm going to be the better athlete, not because of how quickly I can get onto the field and prove to people that, you know, I'm better than this injury, but to allow yourself to work with the injury and, Mm. you know, to kind of be the best version of yourself in that, in that regard. So um, well done to you. I'm really happy to hear like how much value you took from that experience. And another question for you, just regarding, you know, that, process of like kind of rebuilding yourself out of the game of soccer and 
kind of being in tune with both your mind and body, what ways were you able to kind of really bring your mental performance to the next level coming back? Yeah, it's a it's a very good question. Um, and obviously, first of all, I don't ever wish anyone to to you know be that low of a setback to to have to experience it. But it's very important because I feel like not like going through an injury. I feel like a lot of athletes, student athletes, do doubt themselves or they're going through rough times. So how do you switch your your mental mindset into something positive? Um, for me, you know. Uh, I wasn't really myself either. I came back after 11 months because I didn't trust myself. I, I doubted myself stepping on that field with that big knee brace. You know, I wasn't I wasn't myself as a player anymore. I didn't feel like I was as good as I was before the injury. And not until, you know, going through the whole recruiting process, thinking, oh, it's whatever, you know, whoever wants me, wants me with that knee brace. Um it was not until coming here to Canada and having the coach tell me, like, take the brace off um, because it's all in your head. You don't need that brace. So then for like two and a half years, I've been told, like, you need the brace. You need the brace or else you're not going to be able to play. So just one day having someone tell you, like, take it off and take that leap. And that for me was that's when I first like figure this whole thing out the mindset like developed even further and I matured way more so now I actually never had the brace on and it's been I'm going into my third year of, of college and you know I never looked back and I think to answer your question more further about the whole mental and the mindset um, I feel like I start switching um, I start switching my mind into accomplish something more towards uh, creating a better story for yourself, creating oh, wow. a better build off and see it from like the process of your story rather than seeing the outcome. Wow, that is a very powerful line that you just shared. So instead of looking at a challenge or hardship as something that almost weakens your athletic character that you have to prove otherwise you instead think of it as building a better story for yourself and creating a better story to tell about how you as an athlete kind of are are defined wow that's that's really amazing. I think that that's something that we can definitely just dive into with being able to kind of like, first of all, take that courageously, but, you know, like almost deviating from, you know, what, what has always been told to you, you know, like ha having that injury protection, you know, or mm -hmm. being able to just kind of let loose a little bit and just throw caution to the wind with that decision I mean that's not easy to say I'm going to do something other than what I'm told and mm -hmm. sometimes those decisions do need to be evaluated sometimes we do need to ask ourselves is this truly necessary for me anymore because ultimately the athletes that love the sport that are passionate about the sport 
that they know themselves well. They know themselves the best. They know their body the best. So, you know, being able to consult coaches or, you know, modes of support and say, you know, I think that this is what my body needs one way or another is a very courageous step. So I, I encourage the audience if, if anyone's in that position right now to really just have some reflection time with your body and how, how you're physically, you know, coping through practice, how, you know, you are mentally doing, because I think that it's a really important lesson that um, a lot of people can kind of turn to you, Natalie, for is that your confidence went up it increased after making that decision and sometimes those those moves of being bold and being a risk taker that's what you need to kind of elevate your performance mm-hmm. and I think that it definitely was something that was necessary but over time unless you made the decision that you did would really hold you back so I think that it's just a really wonderful way to also like have the mindset that you did I think it's just wonderful to say my story is now in it has more depth it has more meaning it has more relevance to the people that I share it to now that I've overcame this and now that I've experienced this instead of saying I have to prove that I am someone without hardship without failure without setback because Mm -hmm. ultimately those setbacks is really what makes our athletic experience, athletic journeys, athletic careers really fruitful and also really emotionally charged with like the ability to connect with people. I think that a lot of athletes definitely can bond over the fact that there is hardship and that there is there, there are definitely moments where you have to just kind of understand what it does to you and what it means to you as an athlete to, in order to grow. Have you had anyone that's had like similar challenges, Natalie, on your team or anyone that you know back at home where they've kind of gone through something with you or they've been with you and said like, hey, I, I get that. I get you. Like, I, I know what you're going through. Yeah, um, unfortunately, multiple experiences with the same type of injuries as well. Um, and our, our stories looks completely different as well. She kind of, you know, settled that that she's going to have these issues and she's going to go through them. Um, however, where we where we wanted to create our story wasn't as uh, similar in line with, to each other. She was fine playing um occasionally and you know soccer wasn't where she wanted to end up in life she saw it as you know I've had this injury and maybe that was a sign for me to you know take a step back and look at life differently um while I was the quite the opposite I was like okay this is one setback um how can I overcome this because I still would love to to um play in college and even like not even with injuries, um, I feel like a lot of especially team sports, uh, playing soccer, 
a lot of us um, do have a lot of self-doubt and, and lack of confidence because we're always constantly trying to uh, meet the, the team's expectations by the, your teammates or your coach. You want to uphold a good standard and want to do the best for them. And I feel like that is something, especially on my team, but a lot of other teams, uh, people do doubt themselves and thinking, okay, like I, I didn't score a goal in my three first games. So now the whole season is going to be, you know, it's completely different because I can't, I can't put myself on the score sheet. I can't provide goals for my team. That means I'm not good enough. Or that means that like, you know, but that's when it's so important. And, um, to, to go through that journey with yourself. And uh, I'm very grateful our, our team actually has um, a, a therapist that we can go and talk to. Um, so she does, she used to play in college too and on the national team in, in, uh, in her sport. And so she knows exactly how athletes feels in that aspect, the, the lack of confidence. And when you're not performing at the level you should be performing at. And she kind of helped me to understand that that importance in in finding each other and not just hide yourself, but to open up to each other and find a solution together. So yeah, I definitely have a lot of experiences with different scenarios, but from like now on in this year of college, we've literally worked through it together and switched that mindset together. Yeah, I really like just kind of just tying it to like what you mentioned before. You're more focused on just um developing your own story instead of really like um really just pushing to uh, prove everybody wrong and things like that. Like this is kind of what I really I really like sort of buy your story just in general. Just like you really like take the time to take a step by step, as I mentioned before. Just really like take the time to recover and also focus on things that's like really like you really like enjoy and to be completely honest like your recovery is like is basically from my opinion at least from what I, what I see in perspective it's like for your recovery from that injury is a sign of you proving everybody wrong in my opinion it's like a lot of, yeah it's like a lot it's basically it's like a really devastating injury obviously a lot of people like obviously with a doctor saying you have to wear that knee brace uh, you, or, or else it will get worse. You cannot play anymore. But you kind of broke through that cycle. You kind of prove, you just kind of prove the people that have like, been doubting you wrong, like just regarding the recovery from an injury. So like, I just really appreciate, like, I think some audience could really take away from this as well. It's like, not really, you don't really need to, like go directly for the results every time. It's that this is not only just for if you're experiencing injuries, or just getting started with a sport, don't just directly look for results. Like try to look at the progress that you in the half in the middle. Like look at the process, what you have achieved day by day. So yeah, I really appreciate those uh, your experiences. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's like for me looking at this now, I feel like it's super important to to whether it's in uh, team sport or individual sport, I feel like it's so much more important to see um, and know that you you prepared yourself 120% or you gave yourself 120% out there 
whether the outcome was in your favor or it's always going to be in your favor if you know that you put the complete effort into it. So not only being on the score sheet, but knowing that maybe I did everything for other people to be good in that in that specific game or so. So yeah, I think it's very important to see that growth instead of just looking at results. Mm. Yeah, there's definitely something that I've heard regarding that it's called dashboard view versus like rear view mirror kind of mindset and it's like just focusing on what what you have in front of you like you you're in in circumstances whether you can have certain controllables or uncontrollables but it's a matter of just how you move forward and I think that you did that really well with your team just being able to kind of like champion for a better way to succeed and that's by you know collectively opening up to one another and saying you know this is this is the pressure that I feel. This is the expectation that I feel on my, you know, I'm putting on myself. And a lot of times athletes kind of suffer in silence in that regard where it's just the sheer amount of force that is placed upon athletes to obtain these results or obtain, you know, a better um, stats card or whatever, whatever the case may be. And um, there's another aspect of what you said that I just really enjoyed and that's the fact that um, there's so much diversity in how you can listen to your body I'm glad that you brought up that one example because I think that despite you and your friend having very different ways of handling this setback and this injury I think that it just goes to show that yes like it's not something to be ashamed of if taking a step back and kind of reevaluating you know priorities in life and what you want to focus on what you want to spend your time on what you want to pour your energy into that doesn't always have to be sport and that's okay after an injury and I think that it's good to be able to have those that that space I guess that that space to you know have your teammates be supported through that decision because I think that you know you kind of moving forward and pushing forward and still loving the sport as it is kind of proves that like yeah there are very different paths and you're not just stuck in this like phase of you know spiraling into doubt or incapability you're saying well I'm just gonna throw in the towel and basically be done with the you know sport that I've just set my heart into and so I think that you've brought up a really good point that listening to your body doesn't always have to be moving forward, but we should be able to support our teammates to be able to encourage them to keep doing what they love in whatever aspect or in whatever variation that that may permit. So Mm -hmm. I'm really happy with that example. So I want to also just highlight kind of this um, aspect of maybe affirmations that, you know, what you, what you did and the decision that you made was right. So we just focused on like kind of the, you know, recovery process, this rebuilding of mindset, um, the way that you look at your story and how you value your experiences. Can you tell us maybe a story just recently, it might've been in a game or practice where, it kind of gave you this like moment where 
like, yes, this is like affirming that I should be in the sport. I shouldn't have, you know, quit. I shouldn't have taken a step back to the point where, you know, maybe I'm not as involved anymore. Like, could you just tell us a story where you kind of had that moment? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, uh, not not recently, but but in this college career for sure. Um, coming here with the brace on me, not knowing the expectations of a new country and everything. Um, our program was pretty much a rebuild. Uh, we've actually before coming here, we had never had a winning season. This program didn't have a lot of depth or. Or, or, you know, the results wanted. And that's when I, like, truly understood that, the, like, the power of not me as an individual, but me collectively with the people coming in, what we could actually accomplish. Because uh, looking back at it, going from, from not being ever seen as a good program, from having uh, an almost undefeated season and... Uh, and um, we're currently ranked sixth in the country uh, in Canada. We were fifth, but we dropped down. But we've been ranked fifth, and, and that, like, you know, they've never been ranked ever before. And to change that program around and seeing us in the rankings of the top schools in in our division, as well as getting silver my first year of futsal and then becoming champions uh, this winter, this past winter, we actually took home the gold. And to see that and know that I contributed to that, I was a part of that journey with with my team. That really was an eye-opener for me, knowing where I've been, thinking I'd never play ever again, to actually bringing home some hardware for the school together with this team. Uh, so that's when I realized, like, there's there's actually – a purpose of me continuing it's a purpose of me overcoming this injury because look where I am today not looking that it was gonna be the good outcome right but you know all the hard days leading up to it seeing that it's actually ended up being worth it it was worth the ups and downs mentally and physically wow yeah that's a wonderful story Kind of, yeah, like they come back. Uh, oh, someone say it's yeah, remarkable. So I kind of just what I got from that story, kind of just linking from your experience from before. Um, it's just a really important, just a, a kind of, it kind of just a repeating the theme of today's episode. I will say it's kind of just a being patient with everything. Like your moment will come. Like there will be there will be a moment that you'll find a purpose. Uh, you're now like you okay. You made the right decision. There, there will be a moment. Just gotta like wait for it, and also at the same time work towards it at the same time. So, and it's really apparent, uh, at least from my perspective, from your stories. Like that's kind of the thing that really jumped out to me. Yeah, what a success story! I just absolutely loved having you on this podcast episode and just really taking us through this journey of yours and really seeing kind of the light at the end of the tunnel now that you've described what it meant to you to just be a part of something bigger than yourself and not only to be you know a contributor to now a very very successful college team 
you did it by making that choice to say, yes, I still belong in the sport. I still have value in the sport. I still believe in myself enough to contribute to this sport. And I think that that's so powerful. That's a very powerful message for a lot of athletes to hear is that they still hold value. It's that patience that Chang mentioned. It's that, you know, willingness to keep pursuing something, not for the outcome and what can be attained, but because you love it. And that's just the reason that you continue. Mm -hmm. Because ultimately, I think that a lot of athletes can't see those results. They can't see a gold medal on their, you know, around their neck. They can't see, you know, holding conference champion plaques with their team when they, you know, are set back with an injury. But I think that while it's good to have in the back of your mind is that, you know, that's something, a goal that you can still hold on to. You do the sport and you continue the sport because you believe that you have intrinsic value by just being the best athlete you can be. I think that like really that shows in your athletic journey and in your athletic performance because I think that you were able to change and shift this mindset to you know this appreciation for what you went through this story building that you you know now have to tell and I think that that's it's a wonderful aspect of sport that we've been able to experience today so thank you so much for being able to tell us about all that and just the last thing that I want to also um, get from you is if you have any advice, just, you know, anything that maybe you would tell younger athletes, you know, kind of maybe experiencing some of their first hardships with, you know, physical ailments or injuries, or um, I know even getting sick, you know, even getting sick can be like, a really big deal in sports so I think that it's just important to you know kind of gain everything we can out of Natalie today she definitely has a lot to to give to us so any advice for our audience um yeah well first of all thank you it's been an honor you know opening up and telling telling you guys about my story and and my view of it and an advice for for younger athletes, whether you're going through injury or sickness or just having self-doubt about your performance, I think um, mentioned earlier to truly, you know, overcome this by by creating a different story for yourself and and your ability to perform, um, you know, switch the story of how you define success. Uh, it's it's a big it's a big mindset that I've I've tried to. Uh, adapt to um and also to try to change that I can't like I can't do this today to to a more of like you know what you have to do so try to imply that um because you know you know internally what you have to be doing to be successful so just switch that uh, mindset and and find that story for yourself it's going to define yourself as a player and a student athlete so allow yourself that that thought process and reflection. Wonderfully said. Yeah. Couldn't add any more. Couldn't say that any better. 
So. <laughs> I think it's, it's great that you mentioned um, how you define your success, because I think that goes right back to one of our uh, most recent past episodes. So um, I think that's a good transition to tell the audience what they can do today um, after this episode. So if you haven't listened to our past episodes yet, then you can definitely go check them out on either Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, um, any kind of podcast platform that you can think of. Um, we're probably on it. So thank you so much for being able to support us, um, to our audience, being able to support us to film this episode with Natalie. She had amazing things to talk to us about today and I definitely learned a lot the messages that Natalie shared was definitely something that I needed I can only imagine our audience members can say the same so check out our past episodes go on to our Instagram fundamental podcast and um, look at our motivational Mondays which are quotes from former professional athletes um, to help you power through the week and also highlight it highlights guests that we've had before. So if you're interested um, if of contacting these guests about wanting to learn more about their story, um, you can do that because their Instagram is tagged. And then also if you want to be a guest yourself on the podcast, we have multiple ways you can sign up. Easiest ways is just DM us, but you can also email us fundamentalpodcast at gmail.com or use a Google form um, in our link tree to sign um sign up so either of those ways are great and um please look forward to more episodes and more content because we love being able to share stories lessons and experiences of student athletes i think i got it all yeah perfect all right so well natalie we're really appreciative of you being on here today um we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and to our audience members have a good evening good morning um, have a good rest of your day and this was your co-host chloe and this was your co-host chain and we'll see you next time on the fundamental podcast see you guys <laughs>